Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Great Dane movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. In this episode, we're covering Minute 65 of the Burbs, which begins with Rumsfeld saying, You got coming out of here all the time, and ends with Art yelling, Go on, you mangy mutt! Yes, we are finally going to check in with Art again to make sure he's still alive. Forgot he was in the movie. I know. Well, <laughs> they, they cut back to him like two minutes ago, which I'm thinking was for the exact reason of what you just said. Yeah. Just to be like, remember this dope? He's still around. <laughs> yeah, so um, last minute ended with the thin veil of civility that was left being ripped away by Rumsfeld. Yeah, he couldn't take it no more. Who asked him, what's the weird goddamn noise, and ends this minute with him saying, yeah, coming out of here all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's done. He's not even fooling around. He's not around the edges anymore. It's on Front Street now. Yeah, he's – I mean, it's so bad that Carol jumps up and says, I think we should go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carol's done. She's yeah. tapping out. She's realized this has gone too far. <laughs> and um, this this week we're not supposed to mention Nazis again, but um, <laughs> yeah, what have you got in the cellar, Herr Klopek? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough not to when the guy flat out yells that, and I will admit I've said it in arguments before people. <laughs> this is one of the lines – I mean, there's a lot of minute podcasts, and whenever you get to your big lines, you got. I mean, that's from this movie. That's one of the top five lines. Yeah. What have you got in the basement, Eric Klopek? <laughs> it's half of it's the line, and the other half is just his delivery. Yeah. Of just like he buries him in it. <laughs> I mean, so much of it helps that he's like base. He's dressed in like half a military uniform. He's like a good foot taller than Dr. Klopek, so he's just screaming down at him. He's looking down. They purposely use camera up at him, too, during this. Yeah. The camera's <laughs> like, yeah, at Dr. Klopek's head, just standing yeah. up at this person that's towering over him. <laughs> yeah, and then she, uh, what's she? Mrs. Rumsfeld screams at him after he does that. Yeah. <laughs> and then now, he tries to get Ray involved. Yeah, there's two things going on here. One, as I said in previous minutes, Dr. Klopek, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Because nothing. He's got nothing. He's just like, whatever. Sweat. There's not, His eyes barely blink. Yeah. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with it. And meanwhile, like, Rumsfeld is coming apart at the seams here. I'd be worried about Rumsfeld with his knife on his side while he's screaming at me. But I don't know about you. Have you – not a situation like this where you're accusing your neighbors of murder, but have you ever been to some sort of event where this happens? Where you go, yeah, where something breaks out. Yeah. It breaks out, and then you're – and, you know, you, you try to be – you're you're some part of this group. You're either kind of like the wives of like, oh, well, look what time it is. Like, we need to get out of here. Or you're kind of like Ray, where you're trying to melt into the background. See, there's always somebody that runs over and grabs them and pulls them away, but nobody's doing that in this minute. Yeah. Well, the problem is there's a lot of people here are represented. The The person who's not there is the person who would like you to pull you away. Yeah. But Mark does what someone in the situation always does. And I feel like I'm the always the person who's in the Ray position where the person turns to you and goes, Right? Aren't Talk. I right? And you're like, don't don't get me. And you had there's no good answer. Yeah. Because no. if you back them, now you're helping to escalate the situation. If you try to weasel out of it and be like, no, 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 that, now they get mad at you. Right. Now you're fighting with the guy who's yeah, supposed yeah. to be your friend. I mean, it's not the case in this situation, but let's be honest. Nine times out of ten, when a situation like this happens, everybody's drunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which really helps the situation. We're not positive Rumsfeld doesn't just drink all the time either, so. That's a good point. <laughs> but, like, come on, tell him. Tell him what you saw, right? Tell him. <laughs> Ray's um, 
reaction to this is not what I've seen anybody do ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this, he just gets up and goes, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. Yes, I have to use the bathroom. And he just starts running. Yeah. <laughs> but the way he says it, it's not even like, I got to go to the bathroom and pee. It's like, he like he's going to puke. Well, yeah, but when he runs by, he's grabbing his crotch. Yes, I mentioned this a couple minutes ago about him running. He is running, and he's he, but he's holding his crotch like trying to say this delicately. I don't think he's holding his junk, but he's running like he may have peed himself, right? And he's trying to hold the material of his um pants away from him. Oh, I got you. Like he's trying to pull it away. Yeah, like <laughs> it got wet. I mean, I guess it did get wet because he spilled the, the coffee on it. Coffee. But at this point, he's wearing, like, mesh-type shorts. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. Why are you still worried about holding it off of you? Unless once he stood up, he realized how hot it was when it hit him in the, in the crotch area. Oh, and then uh, <laughs> as, they're being, as they're chasing him out down the hallway, and uh, what's his name? Rumsfeld's still yelling, you said they were digging, Ray. You <laughs> said they were digging. <laughs> and then that's when Ray grabs the door handle at that point. Yes. <laughs> And out comes – it's funny. When they first show it, they specifically cut away so you can't tell what it is. And he yells, don't open that, and then he opens it. Yeah, it, yeah. right. No, it, you see a shadow go by. It looks like a large animal. Yeah, it looks like a bear went by. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mrs. Rumsfeld screams and grabs a hold of Uncle Reuben, who, <laughs> yeah. and then she pulls away from him. And again, no reaction from Uncle Reuben. <laughs> and then the dog runs by, and you know someone off camera pulls down a bunch of furniture. Yeah. And knocking everything over. Carol catches a vase. Yeah. <laughs> Rumsfeld asks him if he keeps a horse in the basement. You keep uh, a horse in the basement? <laughs> uh, now, before we get on to uh, – that, that's the first half. It's exactly about 30 seconds before the yeah. dog bursts outside. Right. So uh, we'll do – I said this was the greatest – best Great Dane minute ever. I know what a Great Dane is. I even wrote the uh, a giant Marmaduke. Duke dog goes by. Marmaduke was a Great Dane, so. <laughs> well, it's interesting that they used Great Dane because Great Danes are in no way known for being vicious. Right. They're specifically known for being super nice. But they, they're so big that I guess they're scared. Yeah, it's like having a St. Bernard in there. Nobody would be scared of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's tough to make them. I feel like if this movie's remade today, I mean, that's probably a pit bull. You know, when I was a kid, though, I had a friend who had a Great Dane that grabbed me by the neck and pushed me up against the wall one time. Just trying to hug you. Uh, yeah, it didn't break the skin, but it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> That's what I said. They got two guys where we work uh, out of one of my uh, streets has two Great Danes. He just leaves outside. Oh, they just run around loose. Oh, they're the nicest dogs in the world. But I'm telling you right now, the first time you walk up on them, that's a that's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that's pretty scary. You know, a dog that's looking at you straight in the eyes. <laughs> on all fours looking at you straight in the eyes you're like, oh, well hello there friend <laughs> I hope yeah so a Great Dane is a large German breed of domestic dog known for its giant size the German oh. name of the breed is Deutsch Dog or German Mastiff the French name is German Dog too Dogge Alemann yeah. the Great Dane is one of the tallest dog breeds the record holder for tallest dog was a dog named Zeus that measured 111 centimeters 44 inches from paw to shoulder Wow. That's only to the shoulder. That's not even the head. Wait, that's not the head. So it may be looking you in the face at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're used for hunting dogs. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, they the, their usual thing is they don't usually live very long because they're so big. Yeah. And, like, the usual thing is the bigger the dog, usually the least less time that it uh lives. 
I'm not even going to get into the stuff on here because if you've ever gone through a any kind of website about a dog, they oh. go so in depth about everything. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy the amount of stuff they go in here. So I'll go down the cultural significance. Brad Anderson's comic strip character, Marmaduke, is a there great game. <laughs> okay, animation designer. Iwo Takamoto based the Hanna Barbera character Scooby Doo on a Great Dane. Really? Yes. He doesn't look like a Great Dane. Yeah, he's a cartoon character. Yeah, he doesn't really. Well, Snoopy doesn't look like a Beagle either, so I guess. Yeah. Elmer, <laughs> Great Dane, and Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit. In each film version of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hound of the Baskervilles, a Great Dane was cursed as was cast as the cursed Hellhound that kills the Baskerville family. <laughs> so if you're a big, you know, Sherlock Holmes fan. Yeah. Uh, Just Nuisance was the only dog to be officially enlisted in the Royal Navy. (laughs) (laughs) You say so. Great Danes is the nickname of the University of Albany. Their mascot is, of course, the Great Dane. Okay. You say so. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a lot about the Great Danes you've ever known. I I do. My favorite Great Danes, I'd have to say, are the black and white ones that look like cows. Yeah, the spotted ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of neat looking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so that got us halfway into this minute, which is a, about the breaking point, because this is where the dog runs outside. We won't learn the dog's name until next minute. The dog runs straight through the screen door, too. Which, you could laugh and be like, that's just a movie thing, if I hadn't seen dogs do it. You no, know, it, it happens. It now, I will say this. Most of the time, nine times out of ten, the screen doesn't rip. Usually the whole door comes off. Or just the screen itself pops off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. usually the screen comes off. The whole door just busts off and flies out. That's what usually happens in my house. <laughs> because I don't know if you've ever noticed dogs are not always bright yeah <laughs> and it's usually not like oh I have to get out and chase a rabbit it's normally like oh I think the door's open because I feel fresh air I don't <laughs> notice that the screen's there bam <laughs> there oh. it goes and now it's gone yeah so Art who's been outside basically just trash picking for like the last <laughs> yeah, I don't know what two he's hours because <laughs> he's not actually looking for anything he doesn't have a camera or anything he's not like he's taking pictures or anything yeah. So he does a perfect Rick Newcomen yell. No, it's like, <laughs> And it, they, they do their best to make the Great Dane look intimidating. But the only thing that's really intimidating about it is that it's gigantic. It's huge, yeah. Like, even as it's chasing him and it's, like, wagging his tail. And they show everybody come out of the house. Except see what's Ray. going on. Not very fast, though. And, and not Ray. Yeah, and they all just kind of stroll out. They, they all, yeah, nobody's, nobody's real worried about art. Yeah, and then the alarm system comes on, which is mostly just lights and an ungodly loud siren or something comes on. You just went over lights like it was no big deal. There was so many lights, I thought it was daylight again out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who has that many lights outside their head? Well, I guess people who are murdering somebody. In yeah, head. I guess if you if your uh, <laughs> your other job is murdering people, you might have that many lights. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it does light up like it's the fourth of July. Well, I mean, I'm sure it lit up like they turned the studio lights on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it lit up like. But then Mrs. Rumsfeld says, is it a burglar? Like, she doesn't know that it's art. It's got to be art. Yeah, and she says, yeah, no, it's art. No, it's art. <laughs> and then he says, go on, you mean too much. And we don't quite get to him falling on his face, I don't think. Hey, you skipped a good part. He says, the alarm's still going on. And um, Ruben says, another neighbor. And then oh, he yeah. says, a fat one. <laughs> yeah, a fat one. <laughs> like, yo, Rube. That <laughs> part. Uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, so Art has accomplished a lot in like the two hours that they were in the house. Yeah, he just laid it and tried to peek in the basement window and apparently didn't see anything. Yeah, he didn't see that there was a giant dog down there, and the only thing he did was find an old comb. 
Now, when he screams Jumanji Mutt, is he standing on top of the fence again, supposedly? There's like a three-foot cyclone fence you could see from a different angle, oh. which is what I think he's standing on. Still. But he's when st- it cuts to him on the other side of the fence, it looks like he's way further up. Yeah, he's real high up. When he falls, he's only like six inches from the top, where he should have been like two feet down. <laughs> but I'm assuming whatever stuntman had to make a, a face forward fall over the fence was like, right. I'm not doing that. You're going to have to put me up higher. <laughs> I mean, unless Rick Dukeman did it himself. I'm going to go ahead and say he didn't. I'm going to guess he probably didn't. Either. You call me crazy, but I'm thinking he didn't do that. <laughs> we need a stuntman. A fat one. <laughs> yeah, we need a fat stuntman. I'm like, why can't we just put padding in him? Oh, yeah, I guess we could do that, too. <laughs> It'd probably help out. Yeah, now they, uh, there's almost a moment from like the movie Clue here that if you weren't paying attention to this point, you did mention it, of like when they all pour out on the back porch. That Ray's not with them. Yeah, no, right. But it's one of those things you don't like. He's in when it cuts back. I can't remember if he's there or if he comes walking into the scene. This is all for the next minute. He comes walking in the next minute. That's the only reason I noticed he wasn't there. Yeah, but he's not there in this minute. But you may not notice that the first time you see it. Right. So when stuff goes down later, you're like, well, when did he have time to figure all this out? Yeah. And this is when he did. (laughs) The 30 seconds that he's given by stupid Art. (laughs) So I guess Art did accomplish something. Yeah, finally, you did something right. Yeah, it's rare, but it happens. <laughs> all right, so I think we got all my weird, mostly like, mostly just about uh, Rumsfeld having none of this and melting down and screaming at them. Yeah. And yelling Eric Lopak at people. Which <laughs> <laughs> is, I mean, I understand that that just really means, I think I'm almost positive that it kind of just means Mr. Yeah, but it's... But when you're screaming in it in an Eastern European man's face like that, <laughs> I feel like it's that's not what it means. Might as well have just called him Hitler at that point. Yeah, it's a, a title or form of address used of or to a German-speaking man corresponding to Mr. And also used before a rank or occupation. Yeah, but not the way he said it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I guess it's the same way you would – you can use any title and make it sound jerky. Oh, yeah. Like, um, sir is a perfect example. Yeah. Like, Sure thing, sir. Yeah, when you're mad at somebody, it's sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, Man. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely – and that, screaming at him like that is uh, not good. <laughs> I mean, there's been some casual racism already for him. Not right to mention, here, he's, he's slightly more justified here, but not much. It's not like he's speaking German. There was no reason for him to say hair. They don't even know if they are German. Right. They're not Slavic. That's all we know. I hate to break it to him. There's other languages in, in this Eastern Europe. <laughs> that's where they're even from. These idiots don't know. No, they had no idea. I say Eastern Europe because I'm just taking a broad guess. Well, when he clicked his heels back there before he shook Ray's hand, it was a little strange. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, he's just a big fan of Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Peterson? <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have anything else? Any other notes? Now we're doing quotes from shows that most people listen to this yeah, never seen before. Doing <laughs> quotes from a, a show that went off the air 35 years ago. Nobody's watched in 25. No, I, I, still, I, I mean, more so than Hogan's Heroes, I would have loved to have been in the pitch the pitch meeting for Hogan's Heroes. Because Hogan's oh. Heroes, what year do you think that came on the air? Was that like 62? So Yeah, it was in I feel like it was pretty early. So I guess 62. I was a little off. It was 65. <laughs> and it's a comic. Okay. World War II ended in 45. It's only 20 years later. Yeah. And it was 20 bad. years later. So guys that fought in the war that were 20 are only 40. Right. They <laughs> still like, remember. 
still I got a great idea for a show. It's <laughs> going to be in a Nazi POW camp. No, wait a second. Um, the Nazis are going to be the comic relief. And they're like, <laughs> is, wait, what, is this a drama? No, no, no. This, this is a fun show. Yeah. We're going to have a bunch of Americans that can escape anytime they want, but they, you know, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> so they're going to escape and get away, right? No, no, no. They just they just go in and out of the thing. And they have like a pretty good relationship with their uh, their captors. Like, they play tricks on them. Oh, also, um, a few times per episode, people are going to run around and say, Hail Hitler. Is that going to be okay? <laughs> I think we should remake that show. Do it right now. I think you'd have a harder time getting it on the air now than then. I was going to say, why are we more sensitive about it now? <laughs> I mean, it's – I don't know what to equate it to because I'm trying to think of what happened 20 years ago. That puts you at like 96. You can't really use like September 11th and like Oklahoma City bombing are like two – like they're one-time events. They're not like long things that went on. But it's almost like – that's even still like you couldn't have people captured by terrorists and make the terrorists a kind of like relief. You oh, it would be like I mean it's almost been long enough. It's two thousand. It's been fifteen years. Be like, listen, I'm gonna have a story about um oh god, what's the the um the uh the camp in Iraq that got busted because they were doing all that crazy stuff at it. Oh uh, yeah. I don't... Oh god, I can't remember what it's called. That's probably good. It's probably best we all forget, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have a place. It's not gonna be that place. It's gonna be a place like that. So it's gonna be silly, you know. They're gonna be in there torturing, yeah, yeah. You know, insurgents. But I mean, it's gonna be a good time, though. Like we're gonna laugh about it while we do it. It's gonna be fun. And, you know, we're gonna do it from the other point of view. The insurgents are gonna be the uh, the main people. They're gonna be ones escaping all the time, and the Americans are gonna be the stupid comic relief. <laughs> like, what do you think? Does that sound like a good idea? Oh, being escorted out by security. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wait, wait, a straight jacket? Why a straight jacket? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's why I can't get into these meetings. <laughs> <laughs> call on Hollywood, call me. All right, I don't have anything else. No, I don't have anything else. All right, so uh, come over to Facebook, you know, drop us a line there or a Twitter or at theburbsminute at gmail.com. Um, head over to Amazon. You can buy my book, The Dawn of Mars. Go over to Chris's eBay page. He's got a bunch of wrestlers there. You can get yourself a Chris Jericho figure. You could get five Chris Jericho figures. There you go. <laughs> he just reinvented himself. He's doing really good, too. So Yeah, I know. I listen to his podcast. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, for this uh, minute, I'll just say Hogan and uh, stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>